Tracy Bartley won three Group 1 races with Sniper's Bullet a few years ago, but I doubt that he's ever made a bigger splash as a trainer than he did at the recent Scone two-day carnival. He took three horses to the meeting where several powerful Sydney stables were represented and he came away with three winners. On the first day, he won the English two-year-old challenge with Bare Naked Lady. On the second day, he won the listed Denise's Joy with In Good Time and the listed Hortensia Stakes with Two Excess. Tracy Bartley began his racing career as an apprentice jockey with the late Frank Penfold at Rose Hill. He weighed 36 kilos and he had to carry a truckload of lead when he won his first city race on a horse called Folkestone Bay in 1981 at Randwick. He rode successfully for almost 20 years before injuries incurred in a very nasty fall at Narromine finished his career. Tracy quickly turned to training. He's made a very good fist of it, winning hundreds of races all over the nation. He's online to talk to us now. Trace, uh, bare naked lady at Doombin on Saturday, uh, just didn't seem to have the ping that she'd had in recent starts. No, that's right, Johnny. Uh, good morning. Um, look, I, I, look, she had a little temperature two days before the race. It's come down the day off the day before the race. But um, it just might have flattened, you know. I think mm. in the run, she had the nice run. Come out to go and just, Corey said she just couldn't go. She looked off and go, loaded, he said, but she... You're going to spell her in Queensland. New South Wales trainers spell them up there whenever they can. That's right. I mean, look, we've got no, no feed really around home. I suppose around the coast is all right, but it's too cold anyway. So mm. warm weather. You know, she'll have six weeks up there. It's going to be a good spell. It's the first preparation, you know, so she's done a bloody great job for us. Now, the horses, the other two that won at Scone, Tracy, where are they yep. now? The three-year-old filly in good time, who's unbeaten, six from yep. six, and the other bloke, yep. uh, two excess, is a four-year-old. Yep. Uh, he had a yep. run after the Scone race, didn't he, at Randwick, where he, right, had, he had plenty of weight. Yeah, plenty of weight, and he ran at Randwick, and um, look, he pulled up sore in the feet, so we tipped him back out, uh, you know, because of his feet, otherwise he'd have gone to the morning. Yep. Um, so he'll kind of come back and we're thinking running him in Melbourne in one of them sprints first up next time in. So that's what we're hoping for him. The filly, she went uh, straight to the paddock Scone and um, she looks fantastic at the moment. So she actually comes to the work next week. It's hard to win six out of six, Trace, uh, anywhere, oh. anytime. It's a great effort. Yeah, look, we've placed her really well and travelled her everywhere and got us real grades and got a win in and you know, when time she came to Scone, she was like long route, you know, mm. and, uh, and and she showed that it's been a form. So uh, we're very, you know, great. She's only a little silly, but she's yeah. got a harder goal, you know. But she's probably long, and she is, uh, you know, as short as she is, she's long. So yeah. that gives her that good long stride. You trained out of Mudgee for a long time, but you made the move to Wyong a few years ago. With absolutely yep. no regrets. The facilities there are terrific and there have been a lot of successful trainers out of Wyong. You know, they said yep. years ago, Trace, that you couldn't train a stayer at Wyong. Now, Neville McBurney, yep. of course, gave lie to that theory, didn't he? Yeah, my word, he was a very good trainer, Neville. You know, and he's a stayer, he's outstanding. Um, look, we've got a great facility there now. Uh, 
you know, the swimming pool, sand tracks, the grass, we get it any time we need it. Um, they're very good, the committee, and, uh, you know, and they're all sort of on our side. They're the best for us. Yeah. Uh, that's what you need, and it's hard enough to just take without uh, people, you know, getting in your way, or you need to do something. You need to be able to do it. They're, they're horses, and, uh, you know, that's right, John, uh, you know, that anything can change at any time. Let's look at your riding career, Trace. I'll never forget that first city win. It was at Randwick on a horse called Folkestone Bay. He was as big as you were small. Uh, and I can still see you dismounting and heading back to the weighing room. Your knees were buckling. Yeah, well, I had a 10-pound saddle on and all the lead in the world. And, um, you know, I was only very little. And, but, look, he was a big giant of a horse, but he was very graceful in himself, you know. He was uh, kind as kind as that big horse can be, you know. Yeah. So, but, you know, Frank Penfolder was no better horseman than himself. And, you know, he sort of took me from pony club sort of era to race riding, you know, mm. and that was the start of it. Then uh, obviously bloomed when I went to Kerry Walkers, you know, that's yeah. when we had really good quality horses. Mm. Trace, you rode about 1,175 winners in all, and you were yep. blessed to be able to ride at a very light weight right through those years, and that assured yep. you of a lot of rides. Yeah, well, I, um, I run two forms and two doncasters on my way horses, though, mm. and then, funny enough, they're both brothers and sisters, uh, Dinky Flyer and Raja Mark. Yeah. Um, so, you know, they had light weights, so that's why I've got light rides, um, yeah, well, a lightning on a horse called Diamond Benny. Yep. He had no weight either, you know. Um, once a nice race in this day and age, they'd be group races. You know? Yep. You've always said Dinky Flyer was one of the best horses you ever rode. She was yep. trained by Kerry Walker. She raced in top grade for most of her career. Yep. Gee, she was a good mare. She was a very good mare. She ran fourth in a cotton plate. Uh, you know, she was... I suppose when she got to the Doncaster, she was a bit highly weighted for a mare. Mm. Uh, you know, you know, she raced well. You know, I think she might have run in three of them. You know, two of them definitely. Yeah. But uh, she went up billiards and that. And she was a very good mare for the stable and for the, you know, all of us. One of your favourites was a good old stayer called Lord Highbrow, trained by Neville McBurney at Wyong. You won a stayer's cup on Lord Highbrow at Rose Hill. He was as honest as they come. Yeah, he was. He was a very honest horse. Big, long, raw bone horse, like a real New Zealand stayer, as Neville had them sort of horses. And uh, he, he turned him into a really good stayer. Like, uh, he was probably the best stayer I ever, ever rode, you know. Um, you got to ride two outstanding horses in track work. Uh, unfortunately, yep. you didn't ride them in races, but it must be nice to ride A-grade horses even on the training track. One of them was the inaugural... Magic Millions winner, Snippets. Yeah. Yeah, I rode him for Maxi Lee's in the Gallop. I'm on that, uh, the doom that it was. And, um, yeah, very fast. It was, you know, built like a tank. Very, very fast. You mentioned a trainer there, Max Lees. You rode a lot for him in races. And yeah, I think you may have won a, Did you win a race on Magic Gleam one day, that marvellous old horse who raced till he was 10? 
yeah, I definitely want to raise one well for him. I think he had a big weight on. Uh, I claimed in them days. And, um, and later, later on, I won a pay setters for Max uh, as well, you know. So he was a very good supporter of me. But, yeah, he was a good guy to ride for. He was straight down the line, you know. You've got to pay if you ride one bad. And, um, and Max would, but, you know, that's to get on with it and get on to the next one. Beyond doubt, the best horse you ever sat on was the great Vaux Rogue, that free-striding, front-running horse who won races all over Australia. He won $3 million in prize money, and he was ridden in most of his work by his trainer, Vic Rail, who on one occasion was carrying injuries from a track fall at Kembla Grange, and you got the job to work him one day. Uh, he could pull a bit, Trace, in his work, couldn't he? Oh, he's a very hard horse to ride, and, you know, that's why I suppose Gerald Spawn had such an affiliation with the horse. Um, you know, he went very well for him, and everyone used to say he would go too hard on him, but, you know, that, that's how he raced that horse. And um, I rode him in a gallop, yeah, he, he was a hard-going horse to ride, you know, I just had to let him roll, and a uh, big turdy sport, I think it was, and obviously Cyril wasn't there, and so I mean, he got him to gallop, and, but he, had, uh, he was definitely, he was a rough nut, the horse, and he had no shoes on, <laughs> that, 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 but that's how he trained him, you know, yeah. uh, maybe that's why he was so tough. Yeah. And it's pretty hard to knock the job Vic did three million oh, in prize money back then. That's thirty years yeah, or more. Incredible, incredible, incredible job. You were very unlucky to get involved in that fall at Narra Mine that halted your career. Uh, I yeah. saw a replay of that race, Trace. You, you actually led early. You decided yeah. to let one go coming around the home turn, and it had the audacity to take your legs. That's right. So you made the decision to call it quits. Yeah, well, I went to get my license, and they, and they wouldn't give me my license. If it shut my eyes, my brain wouldn't tell me to, to straighten up. I'd fall over to the left. Yep. That was a balancing um, then. Mm. So look, in the end, I just give it away. You know, life dealt you another cruel blow in two thousand and six, when at only forty-two or forty-three years of age you were diagnosed with stomach cancer. A low point in your life. Oh, I was, John. I mean, uh, I, you know, I'm blessed today that, you know, I'm in remission for what's been 11 years, 12 years now, so I'm, I'm one of the lucky ones, you know. We found it early. Uh, yeah, we were devastated at the time. I lost a lot of weight. Had to get a lot of people around me, a rally around me to get me going. And, mm. uh, I think I had the horses. Yeah, you know, I had a lot of horses in work at the time, I think that was the biggest medicine for me, was it concentrated on, uh, you know, me getting better, for one, and, uh, you know, looking forward to these horses, and he built this sort of great place, Mutty, I mean, didn't build it from scratch, but we rebuilt it, and um, that was my passion, basically 10 years, 15 years, you know, so, yeah. 
uh, it's been a great part of my life. And the horse has got you through that very serious illness and there is yep. no legacy of it, uh, in it currently as we speak. You're in great shape. No. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm perfect. I'm actually riding work again now, John. I have been for about nine months. Mm. Uh, I only ride three or four a morning. But uh, I'm enjoying it. I don't actually gallop it, but I do all the pace work on them. I just get a feel for them. Uh, I think it, it, it shows with the form that we're in. Yeah. At the present time, although we've been a two year building all these horses again. Because, you know, the old snipers all sort of went by the wayside, and then um, you've got to rebuild the whole team. And well, we've only got 14 horses, so yeah. we don't have great numbers. And are you enjoying riding again? Oh, no doubt. I, I, you, know, you definitely miss it. Um, I, I know I love going out every morning and, and riding, you know, like I say, three or four. And, yeah, you just get full, you get to know your horses, um, you know, it's something you never forget all. No. It's a beautiful thing to do. Tracy, a very good horse walked into your camp in 2006 by the name of Sniper's Bullet. Now, you didn't start him until late in the season. He won his first race at Dubbo by nearly six lengths. That'd get the yep. adrenaline flowing. Oh, he's a very smart horse. And, um, yeah, you know, so, yeah, he won his first start and then, uh, you know, Matty Carl rode him his second start for us. You know, he was impressive again, and then that's when I fell ill. Then, and his third star wasn't there when he went to Rose Hill. Uh, I was uh, had, had that operation, you know. So, yeah. But uh, you know, I'm ready for my drills. Been hospital. He raced really well right through his autumn three-year-old campaign. He ran third in the Randwick Guineas. He ran second yeah. in the Royal Sovereign. Then you freshened him up, you took him to Brisbane, yep. he ran second in the gun sin quality, and then the moment you'd been waiting for, the Group 1 Stradbroke with Craig Williams in the saddle. What a thrill. Uh, it was a dream, a dream, really. Um, got there on the day, uh, picked up the race book, and uh, there, one of the year before, I think it was Lam and Tana, and um, yeah. she was the same saddle cloth number as we were. I'm sure Jim was a three-year-old too, so they were both low down in the weights. And sure enough, same numbers on the front of the book. Anyway, as history has seen, that uh, for him to come out and win like he did that day, Craig Williams is just such a professional man. He, he told us exactly how he was going to ride him. This horse has always been back, and, and he stormed home too late. Or in that quality of field, you can't give him that start, you know. So yeah. he actually, he actually gave him a dig. Uh, about a furlong after the start, and then put him into the race, you know. Yeah. And then and then rest and then rested him with no weight on his back. He was he was jogging coming down the side. You could just see it, you know. Yeah. And he had the mare to run down, you know. Mm. He raced with great distinction right through his career. Against good yep. horses too, for most of it. He ran fourth in a Doncaster. He ran yep. second in the railway stakes of two thousand eight and third yep. in the Kingston Town Stakes the same year, and later, yep. a year later, he won both of those races. Yeah, and it's a hard thing to do. You know, you ask any great trainer and take a horse to Perth like that and uh, form at that level two years in a row. Yeah. I thought it was great, uh, great to, to the staff and everyone that looked after us over there, you know, so... Mm. And the horse, he, he travelled and travelled. He, he was a sort, but... Um, 
neutrality, you know, he put his head down in the bucket and eat. So uh, that's what made him on such a good horse. And he raced in that elite company. I think the biggest disappointment thing was when he came out of the Stradbroke, we got the eye. So we had to stick that Melbourne out that spring. And I think that would have made him if he would have went to Melbourne that year. Yeah. Uh, loaded, ready to go. Got the phone call, five o'clock in the morning. I should have been on the road and I wasn't. Uh, Saturday morning. Mm. Uh, and uh, yeah, Ray Murray said, "Don't leave the property." Yeah, so I couldn't leave. Yeah, everybody went into lockdown, and that was it for yeah. many months. Yeah, that's exactly right. So anyway, uh, you know what? We had them all at home, and which was good. We were up a valley, and we were really protected where we were. You know, so we didn't actually get it on our place. Yeah. Well, some horses were affected by a trace. There's no doubt oh, it affected terrible. the subsequent form of some horses, but it didn't worry Sniper's Bullet. He came back as well as ever. Yeah, that's right. I, I mean, I've seen horses around the Mudgee area, uh, right on the outskirts, and even in town at Mudgee. Hmm. This stuff was just coming out of their nose, John. You couldn't believe it. It's just an incredible thing. Yeah. You know, they had to scar their lungs, and none of them horses were really any good after it, you know. And what about the coughing, Trace? The cough associated oh. with EI was unlike yep. any other horse cough I've ever heard. It was a yep. horrible, insidious, uh, nerve-wracking experience to hear six oh. or eight of them all coughing at the same time. Yeah, you could hear it from down the paddock. Yeah. You know, I went out to Goree and they got it out there and there was another spell on farm got it... Um, just out of town and also went out there and um, I went out there with the steward because they didn't know where these places were so we just took them around and showed them and oh, it's just incredible mate it's just one of those wouldn't believe it then I spoke to uh, Payne David Payne and he said just let it run its course and David was right you know like yeah. he, even though we vaccinated all these horses he said let them get it better get out of the system yeah well David and, uh, Payne yeah. had seen it before Tracy he, he he saw it in South Africa, and he told me when uh, it first hit in Sydney or in New South Wales that uh, he said, brace yourself, you're in for a very rough few months. He said, trainers here do not understand how severe it is. No, that's right. Uh, you know, and, and that's why I spoke because we had all that horses on our place. But look, it didn't get us. We're just very lucky, and a lot of people were well, his full brother was a pretty useful horse too, uh, Slick Sniper. He won 13 yeah. races, uh, $320,000 in stakes, did most of his racing in the bush, but he snuck to town a couple of times and duly saluted. Yeah, no, look, he was a good old horse for us. We were very fortunate. You know, they could all gallop uh, the family. You know, you wouldn't think a yellow native mare could produce, uh, you know, all these horses out there that, she just yeah. obviously she could gallop. She had only won the one race, but mm. uh, she was a good breeder, obviously. Yeah, you know, not many blokes have the same Christian name as their wives, but it's you're not, in that situation. It's Tracy and Tracy Bartley. Must get confusing. That's exactly right. Well, well, everyone knows her by Tracy Quinn, so she kept her maiden name. And uh, but uh, yeah, there you're right. Uh, we we met way back when we were only young, you know, and. We had little things fling way back and we're only 18 or something and then years later we met again and uh, it was um, unbelievable, you know. Now we've got a little follower and uh, life's great. Tracy's a daughter of the late Pat Quinn. 
who lost his life in a freakish accident at Canterbury one day when one of his horses actually crushed him against a rail in the horse stalls. I knew him very well, Tracy. He was a terrific yeah. bloke, Pat, and a very yeah. talented trainer himself. He could come up with a good horse. Legal agent was a top sprinter that he had. And he was a cripple, John, that horse. I don't think any other trainer would have got that horse going. No. Pat spent hours and hours on that horse's front feet, and, um, you know, credit to, where credit to, he was unbelievable, that horse, when he done for it. You know, I said he couldn't even walk at all, that horse, and yet he mount win. Yeah. Uh, that, that was just a genius and thinking record for that. Yeah, we, we dearly miss him. Trace, um, Johnny Grisdale has made a very successful comeback. He's 54. Jeff yep. Lloyd is about to, uh, well, he broke a record last season and he's trying to do it again this season. He's 57. And Robert yep. Thompson at age 60 has never been better. Uh, oh, you're not feeling any... Uh, Undercurrents of inspiration here, are you? No. No. <laughs> oh, yeah. But, uh, no, good luck to Johnny. Johnny's having a good go, but um, yeah, he went to training with his wife and uh, she does a good job herself, you know. So yeah. he's gone back into, back into riding and I think he's enjoying it. He looks happy and, and good luck to him. Trace, I know you've been driving the whole time we've been speaking. I appreciate your efforts. I appreciate no, your time. Fine. And you keep up the good work, mate. You've got a lot to look forward to uh, with uh, yep. those two nice horses when they come back from their spells. Um, yep. Two excess and the three-year-old filly in good time. And uh, I think there are good times ahead. Yeah, my word. It's a nice, nice, nice horse there. I've got a really nice horse called uh, Sneaky Fella. He's only had the one start for a win at Kembla. Yep. He's a massive horse, but he, he's got a really good turn of foot, and uh, hopefully he can get us to get the Melbourne with him as well. All right, we'll add him to the profit pointer list. Yes, I would do. Yep. Great to talk, Tracy Bartley. Thanks for your time. Thank you very much. Thank you very much.